0: It's Steph Curry with the shot. Been cooking with the sauce. Chef Curry with the pot, boy. Live from the 301. Live from the pot. I want to welcome my audience to episode number 184 of Curry in the Pie. I mean, who's I'm here who some of you got Mike Curry, and I'm back another episode, man. If you missed last week's episode, it's kinda of outdated, but if you want to do me a solid and show some love, I would greatly, greatly appreciate that. But we don't have a ton of things to discuss, but uh, there are a few things I want to discuss, but before we really get into today's topics and stories, I just wanted to know, could I talk to y'all real quick? Um, I feel like I don't really do this. I don't really, I man, I talk, but I feel like I don't really like just take the time, at least often, I just take the time to talk, man. So, I'm um, earlier to start the week this past Sunday, I received a call from a good friend of mine, friend of the show, uh, Mr. Xavier Wary. And it really meant a lot that he gave me a call based on the circumstances. So real quick, just to just to tell you guys the story. So Sunday, he gave me a call Sunday evening and um, it was it was during the Ravens and Steelers game and right after the game, he called me. He called me out of nowhere. I haven't spoken to him verbally. It's It's been quite some time. Um, I've talked to him, you know, over text, through Instagram, and stuff like that. You know, he's he's moved on. He's moved out of the DMV area, moved back home to Alabama. And he's now a news anchor. I'm really, really proud for him. And, um, yeah, he works for the news. So, I'm, re- I'm really proud of him. Reporter, rather. And I'm really happy for the guy, man. I'm really happy for him. But he called me, and he was like, yo, when I watched that game, he was like, I thought of you. I thought of you, and you know, I'm not even a Ravens fan or a Steelers fan, I know me, I just, you know, I love the teams that I love, and I just talk about sports, I just talk about it. And, you know, he called me, and he said, yo, I did not think that that the Steelers were going to win. He was like, who'd you think were going to win? I was like, man, I thought the Steelers were going to win, and um, it was crazy. Because he was telling me, like, yo, bro, this made me think about you. I don't even watch the NFL like that anymore. You know, I think it's, you know, racist and stuff like that, you know. And he gave me that spiel. And then he was just like, man, I just wanted to give you your flowers, man, and tell you to keep going, man. Uh, keep keep going with your show. Keep going with the podcast, man. Stay dedicated. You're like, somebody's going to take a chance on you one day. You know, you're great. he's I mean, a little, you know, a little drizzed, you know, a little intoxicated. But, you know. The drunk never lies you know what i'm saying so he was really talking that real to me just giving me those words of encouragement and also giving me my flowers which i greatly appreciate man you know and you know obviously conveyed the same sentiments to him and it was just great to hear that i, I really needed to hear that you know it's 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 one thing to like hear it from like, you know, your parents and family members, but to hear from your peers sometimes, especially when you think, you know, nobody's really paying attention or nobody's really tuning in how they used to, you know, it it gets hard and it's easy to get bogged down. But I just try to, you know, stay positive and I really appreciate those words, man. And, you know, also my great grandfather years ago before he passed, he told me to keep talking He told me to keep doing the show. Um, one of my biggest regrets in life is that I never got him on the show. But one thing that'll always stick with me is he told me to keep talking. So I'm gonna keep doing this thing. And I just wanted to talk to you guys, man. So I hope you guys enjoyed my little my little combo, man. It was cool, man. I just wanted to talk to y'all real quick. Um, let's move on, man. So, and felt week 14 is upon us. And I actually did pretty good on the picks last week, man. Went 13 and one. Uh, one of my better weeks one of my strongest weeks. I think that's the only like the second time that I picked most of the games correctly And only got like one wrong, but it was cool. It's cool to do But now in this week week 14 is here. I already started off on the wrong foot man complete The <laughs> completely different, you know week last week I picked the Thursday night game right but now this week I'm all over the place. So had the Steelers to win last night and this game could have went either way Um you know, once the Steelers actually decided to play football, because they were down as many as twenty-nine to nothing, and they were able to climb back into this game. Kirk Cousins threw a pick. Najee Harris was able to do his thing. But I want to talk about one person that that just made some boneheaded mistakes. And and the word boneheaded, I'm being nice. You know, I don't really curse that much on this show. I probably curse a total of fifteen times. One hundred eighty-three episodes. It's pretty good. But Chase Claypool, bro. What are you doing? He had the um personal foul against Bashar Breland where he was pushing them in his helmet. And then late in the game, as the Pittsburgh Steelers were driving down the field, you know, press for time, didn't really have timeouts. They wanted to spike the ball and etc. Chase Claypool makes a nice play, has a nice reception. After the nice reception late in the game he celebrates he's doing like a first down celebration like pointing like You know how you point your arm forward like you're pointing to the direction that you just got a first down in and he's doing that in a close game where his team is down by eight points and the Offensive lineman had to run over there and grab the ball and put on a lot like what is this guy doing? the lack of focus and the immaturity is ridiculous and it show it's it it showed right then and there, like like bro, what are you doing? I knew he was like a little immature, you know, kind of weird. You know, he does TikToks and stuff like that, has a YouTube channel, stuff like that. But like, bro, you gotta be focused, you gotta be locked in, man. And it's unfortunate. Obviously, you know, they would have had another play, so another chance to at least, you know, try to tie the game, but <laughs> that's just freaking ridiculous. But I picked this game wrong. Vikings won. Dalvin Cook did his thing. I didn't know he was gonna play. When I originally did my picks in the the pool with my guy, Bink and stuff. Um, But Dalvin Cook had had a hell of a game, 27 carries for 205 and two touchdowns on the ground. He was phenomenal. He was absolutely spectacular and, yeah, running for 200 yards is pretty insane. Uh, The only other Vikings player to do that twice is Adrian Peterson. But let's move on. Let's predict some more games. Sunday sleep. We got the Ravens and the Browns. It's going to be a tough one, man. Another AFC North game. But I think I'm going to pick the Ravens in this one, man. should be a really good one. The Ravens did beat these guys a couple of weeks ago. Uh, Cleveland looking to get some revenge. Next game, Jaguars, Titans. Going to go with Tennessee here, man. Uh, I wish Derrick Henry was playing. It's normally a game where he goes crazy and he gets like at least a buck 50 whenever he plays the Jacksonville Jaguars. But he's not going to be in. But I expect the Titans to still win. They're coming off a bye week. Mike Zimmer. I'm sorry, Mike Vrabel, coach of the Titans. It's 3-0 after a bye. And, yeah. Hold on. I want to go back real quick. I want to rewind real quick. Uh, I wanted to shout out to Justin Jefferson, bro. Um, he's one of the best receivers in, in all of pro football, man. He He's amazing, bro. I think he's top three. But last night, Justin Jefferson became just the third player in NFL history with 1,250-plus receiving yards in each of his first two seasons, joining the great Randy Moss and Odell Beckham Jr. Just wanted to shout out my guy Jay Jets real quick before I got off topic, before I got too far down the line right there. But I like the Titans to win that game, Jaguars-Titans. Next game, Chiefs-Raiders. Things gonna be a good one, actually I lied, <laughs> I don't think it's gonna be a good one, last time these two teams faced off against each other, the Chiefs smacked them around, it took them to smack city, I know how I always say, and the final score in that one was 41 of 14, I expect more of the same. Chiefs offense should be able to get back on track. I know it hasn't really been consistent, but one thing that has traveled and been really, really good for them is their defense lately. I never thought I would say this, but the Chiefs defense has been the better side of the football on a Patrick Mahomes-led offense with Andy Reid coaching the helm, Eric B and and obviously the weapons like Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey. I just never thought I would see such a thing, but their defense has been really great I'm holding their last two opponents to just nine points, which is pretty spectacular so I like the Chiefs to win obviously next game Jet Saints this game I don't know why I feel like it might be interesting but Alvin Kamara is going to be back from New Orleans Saints uh, this is a Saints team that's lost five straight games they haven't won a game since they beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers on Halloween that seems like so long ago but it's the truth they lost five straight games they were five and two at that point in time in the season obviously we know Jameis went down and that's pretty much been their season. Alvin Kamara's missed the last four games, so they've lost four. They lost like three out of the last four games. He's missed, but he's going to be back in the full, in mean, a full participant at practice this week. I like the Saints to win this game. Next game, Falcons Panthers. I like the Falcons, man. I, I was telling the guys over at Once a Line Podcast, my my brothers over at Annie Up Consulting, uh, we recorded this past week, a couple of days ago, Tuesday night stream. Uh, Make sure you go check out the new episode on all platforms, but I like the Falcons and I don't really know why I just think they're they're just playing better ball. And I also think the Panthers had too many moving parts. They fired their offensive coordinator Joe Brady. Christian McCaffrey is now out for the season Cam Newton you don't really know what you're going to get from Cam Newton on a consistent basis. I root for Cam. I, I support him, but I just I just don't know Just feel like this Falcons team has been good with Cordero Patterson. He's been absolutely spectacular for them. And I just, I just, I just like the Falcons. I don't, I don't know why. I just do. And it's also a division game. So, you know, I love an underdog in a division game. So I'm going to take the Falcons. Next game, Seahawks-Texans. I do feel like the Texans will keep it close for some reason. I don't know why. But I like the Seahawks to win, man. Last week I was on them against the spread. And, you know, just, I had them. I was sharp on them. And this game is going to be close. But I do expect the Seahawks to prevail in this one. So I like Seattle. Next game. Lions Broncos (laughs) would you look at that? I didn't even say that the game that I got wrong last week was the freaking Lions and the Vikings game. I just don't understand how the Vikings allowed that happen. I lost some money, but ended up breaking even to end the day on Sunday, but I'm still in disbelief. It's going to take me a long time to get over that. That's one of my biggest bad beats in the history of my gambling career. I don't know if it's a career, but since since I've been betting sports, it's a bad beat. One of the worst I ever had, but you got to take it on the chin. Uh, That's why bankroll management is so important. Never bet what you can't afford to lose. But I do like the Broncos to win this game. We're going to have Jared Goff, quarterback of the Detroit Lions, in a different element. Uh, He's not really a cold-weather guy. He doesn't perform well in those cold-weather games. I expect more of the same. And I like the Broncos, who still have a lot to play for. The Lions obviously don't have anything to play for. So I like the Broncos to be motivated off a tough loss. Currently sitting at 6-6. It should be just fine. I think they take care of business at home. Next game, Chargers-Giants. I think this game is going to be competitive. I know the Chargers got some guys on the COVID list. Keenan Allen may play. Mike Williams is on COVID list. I think Jalen Guyton should have a day. I I think the Giants are going to actually keep this one close. But I like the Chargers to win this game. Next game, bengals 49ers. I really don't know. I'm split, and it really, really depends on Debo Samuel, and he's deemed questionable as of today, as of Friday night. I'm recording at 5:56 p.m. Hope everybody had a great week. But I don't know. But if Debo Samuel is in there, I'm gonna take the 49ers. If he's not, give me the Bengals. It's that simple. I know Joe Burrow. Has a dislocated pinky on his throwing hand. So that's going to definitely be something to monitor. Quarterback for Cincinnati Bengals. So I'm definitely going to have to keep an eye on that. But yeah. I don't know. I like if Debo's in, I like the 49ers. So I will make that known. Next game. Bills. Buccaneers. I'm really split on this one. I really don't know who wins. But. something, Something just tells me i just telling me the Buccaneers. I'm going to go with the Bucs. I'm going to go with Tampa Bay, man. So uh, next game, <laughs> big game, game of the week has been hyped up to be the Washington football team hosting the Dallas Cowboys. Wow. Um, <laughs> I'm a little split, man. I'm a little split. I really don't know and I don't want to pick my heart, but I like... <sighs> I like. I hate to say this, but I like. <laughs> I like Dallas to win. I think they're gonna win this game. They had the better quarterback. They had the better team. Uh, they got all their defensive players, including Micah Parsons, um, Demarcus Lawrence, Randy Gregory's back. Should be a good one. Washington football team is really, really scorching hot. Ron Rivera is a great coach in the months of, of November, December. One thing though. I will say i don't like the fact that head coach mike mccarthy from dallas cowboys guaranteed a win you just don't do that no nothing is guaranteed <laughs> bet you didn't guarantee a win against the broncos <laughs> i will say that but it's i don't think you should do that but i'm gonna i'm gonna take the dallas cowboys to win this game next game the sunday nighter we got the bears taking on the packers i like green bay they're coming off a bye Aaron Rodgers has been sensational. Probably going to be the MVP. Packers, man. I like them to continue to roll as a team that Aaron Rodgers did say himself that he owns. So, like Green Bay. And then the Monday Nighter, we got the Los Angeles Rams taking on the Arizona Cardinals. Should be a good game. Rams are looking for some revenge. And, yes, I am a homer. I'm not even a real Rams fan. But I'm going to take the Rams to win this one and get some revenge. Uh, they need to win this game. NFC is competitive and you know, if they win this game, they are still alive in winning their division uh, something you want to do. Also, uh, I like the Rams to win this one on Monday night and real quick in college football. I just want to talk about the playoff. You got Alabama <laughs> now at number one. You got Georgia at two. You got Michigan at three and you got Cincinnati at four to be honest. I think this bracket is set up for Alabama versus Georgia National Championship. But Michigan is a team that you cannot sleep on. So I think, I think Alabama is going to mop the floor of Cincinnati. But that Michigan and 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 Michigan and Georgia game is going to be really, really good and really interesting. So we'll just have to see how that one goes. But yeah, I just wanted to point that out. NBA, don't really have too much. Besides, the Lakers are pissing me off. I know, I know they still need to jail, but they're pissing me off. They just lost to the Grizzlies. No John Moran. Kind of stressing me out, man. Kinda of stressing me out. Like it's like I keep saying it's only been such and such games. Well, how how much longer am I gonna keep saying that, you know? How much longer am I gonna keep saying, oh, well, it's only been twenty something games, it's only been twenty five games, it's only been 26 games. Well, I'm about to hit the panic button real soon, and I'm trying not to. Our Golden State's still looking good. Um, Steph Curry is on the heels of breaking Ray Allen's record for the most three point. Three-pointers made in NBA history, uh, he's going to do it in like 900 games less. It's freaking crazy. It's ridiculous. But um, shout out to Steph Curry, who's been balling. People say I give him a lot of flack and I hate on him, but <laughs> whatever. Um, <laughs> Before we go, I hate to end the episode on a, on a sad note, but this news was really, really sad. Former wide receiver of the Denver Broncos, Demarius Thomas, played for the Broncos, played for the Jets, Patriots, and the Texans, but spent the majority of his career on the Denver Broncos. Um, He was a four-time Pro Bowler, a two-time second-team All-Pro, and he was also a Super Bowl champion, Super Bowl 50 champion, and it's just sad, man. You know, it always hurts to see someone pass away but it, it hurts me a little bit more when there's someone like, you know, within like a 10 year difference to me, whether they're 10 years younger than me or within like 10 years older than me. And the, the Marys Thomas was 33 years old, would have turned 34 on Christmas day. Um, you know, it's been said that he's passed away um, due to a medical issue. He passed away in his home in Georgia. And it's freaking sad. You know, it's been said that he possibly died of a seizure while alone in his home. And it's just really, really sad. You know, a lot of the NFL community has been mourning him. Tim Tebow said, you know, a lot of people, Tim Tebow and a lot of other people are just saying that how how good of a human being he was and how kind of a person he was. And the, the big smiley out on his face, He's always smiling. Um, He dealt with a tough life. His mom was incarcerated for many years. His grandmother was also incarcerated and he lived a rough life, but he was able to beat the odds, he had a really, really productive NFL career. Feel like he still should have been playing um but you know injuries and stuff you know can derail your career um he wasn't like super brittle but you know it's rough it's it's just tough to see you know somebody pass away just at that age man he was a good player and i was like wow demarius thomas like just just wow but you know just want to tell everybody life is short And I know it sounds really, really cliche, you know, but I'm here for anyone. I'm here for anyone to be an outlet, you know. We all go through things, but, you know, I just want to let everybody know they're not alone. Not alone at all. Um, You know, life gets tough, life gets rough, but you don't want to get bogged down. Um, But I'm here. I just want to let my audience know once again, I've done this several times, and I hate to do it after someone passes away, but life is short. Life is really, really short and we should cherish it and we should not take a day for granted. There's always someone out there that would love to be in the position that I'm in or the position that, you know, my peers are in and stuff like that, and we just got to be grateful. Just got to be thankful for for the gift of life because it's really a gift and make the most of each day. Sounds cliche, but I'm here for you guys. Mike is here. Mike loves you guys. And before we get out of here, the best bets that I gave out for this week. Or the Chiefs minus nine and a half. Packers first half minus six and a half. And I also gave out where is it? Where did I give out? I also gave out, sorry guys. Also gave out the Falcons plus two and a half. So hate to end the episode on the side note, and then you guys can hear it in my voice. Um, but that really that's that disturbed me. Um, young Dolph's death disturbed me a couple of years, ago, I mean, a couple of weeks ago. And that just really, it's been sitting on my mind all day. Demarius Thomas, ladies and gentlemen, died at the age of 33. Rest in peace. Um, my condolences out to him and his family, obviously the NFL community, Denver Broncos community. Um, it's sad, it's sad. Um, yeah. But I want to thank everybody for listening. I want to thank everybody for the continued love and support. I'm your host. I'm your guy, Mike Curry, and I'm Shining Out. I love you guys so much. I'm here for you guys. Episode number 184 is done. Peace. Rest in peace to Mary's Thomas.